Hello and welcome to episode 82 of the Game Train Podcast. That's right, we are back, episode 82. Carter Lyrical Smith is with me, hello. Hello. And funnily enough, on episode 82, we are taking you back to 1982. That's right, we are going oh. back in time this episode for a review on River Raid. It, this game has been asked for a lot since we've been... Uh, doing this podcast it's turned into its own meme now so we thought it was time to actually do the river raid episode so we've got river yes. raid as a review game the classic 1982 shooter um we're also going to be talking about some path of exile torchlight 2 um snake pass and of course uh we're going to be doing some predictions for the ps5 event which is on tomorrow morning and the lame love and hype trains but yes. before we get into all that, we are going to get into the news. Okay, so news for this week. Uh, Sony delayed their um, PS5 showcase, which was supposed to be on last week. They um, uh, they did it during the uh, the protests that are going on overseas at the moment. Um, saying that they wanted to give those with voices more space to speak, pretty much. You know, give, you know, um, places like Twitter and all that, which would normally be filled up with lots of people going nuts about games, you know, they thought they wouldn't show their showcase so people could speak out more on Twitter and other social media platforms, etc. Um, they have, their uh, statement is here. We have decided to postpone the PlayStation 5 event scheduled for June 4. While we understand gamers worldwide are excited to see PS5 games, we do not feel that right now is a time for celebration, and for now we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. So that has been scheduled now to tomorrow morning at 6am Australian time. Yes, uh, I guess by the time you're hearing this episode, you may have already seen it. Yes. Um, so, you know, jump on. We, we will record an episode straight after that as well with our reactions on it and... Um, um, you know, a big summarization of all that stuff as well. Yes. Um, CD Projekt Red has also delayed their Cyberpunk 2077 showcase, which was supposed to be uh, this weekend or tomorrow, I think, as well. Um, they released a statement saying, we decided to move Night City Wire to June 25th. We still look forward to sharing new information about, City, uh, about Cyberpunk 2077 but more important discussions happening right now and we want them to be heard we wholeheartedly stand against racism intolerance and violence black lives matter and uh we echo those statements here on the game train podcast absolutely as, as amen well, to that as well so yes um and uh, uh, also uh ea has pushed theirs back as a lot of um other companies as well call of duty has um, put up a splash screen for Black Lives Matters at the start, like loading screens, etc., um, and all this. So a lot of game companies have been speaking out about this, putting out statements, and and pushing their events back. Oh, we got we got a follow. Hello, hello, Bones. Bones, twenty two. How are you? Welcome aboard the game Good train. Sir. Thank you very much for that follow. Um, also in other Sony news, Sony Europe has been fined $3.5 million for refusing Oof. to refund Australian games, gamers in accordance to Australian consumer law rights. So, Ooh. so pretty much, uh, Australian consumer law rights is that we can always ask for a refund. 
Yes. Right. And um, Sony over here wasn't doing it. And they, um, yeah, they've been fined three and a half million dollars. So that's a big fine. Wow, that's Very massive. Big. How do they not know that by now? I, d- I don't know. That Someone just cheered over your face again. Wow, can we not say cheered over your face, okay. maybe? All right, all right. Can we say it in a different way? Um, <laughs> oh, that's bones bones, like Twan's bones. Yeah, Hello, yeah. good sir. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have said at the start of the episode, uh, it's the 11th of June here at the moment, and we are broadcasting live on Twitch. So if you are yes, listening to this that's at why a later day, hello to randoms. you hear us saying hello to randoms during the podcast. I keep forgetting to open with all that at the start. <laughs> I know it, it seems so normal to us, but someone listening in like two or three days in the car is just like, oh, and also in the news, Bones, hey, what's up? Twan <laughs> pants. Someone just cheered on your face. That's right. Um, so nice. the PC gaming show is on this Sunday at 5 a.m. And they're going to be showing over 50, uh, 50 games. 50 games. So uh, okay. I'm kind of excited for that. They've announced 50 games will be showing off. So it's very cool. And also... Alex Kidd is being remastered or remade for the uh, PC, uh, PlayStation, Xbox uh, in 2021. How is Alex Kidd not being remade for the Switch? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's got to be for the Switch. Yeah, sorry, and the Switch. It's there as well. Sorry. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, thank yeah. you. Because I'm like, yeah. man, don't remake Alex Kidd and don't put it on the Switch. What <laughs> are you, unless it's, a, you know, yep. third-person adventure, like it's become Uncharted. Exactly. Well, I'm looking forward to ringing out my Sega hotline friends and asking them for all the tips on Alex Kid. Oh my God. They should go back in business just for like a couple months yeah, to yeah. help, you know, guide you through Alex Kid. Give them, give us their number, you know, yes. we could plug them on the page. Oh yeah. It'd be, be, be good fun. But uh, have you got any other news there or we are going to go into games we've been playing there, sir? I do believe no. That's it. You covered it all. I so, covered. Um, I covered you know. it all. All right. Well, because all the yeah, big, all the big news really starts from tomorrow when we are going to see all these all these games and stuff showing off. Yes, it sure does. All right, and that was the news. And I've hit the button too early. Just a sec. Note to self. Fix the uh, effect so it's shorter, so when I hit it, it goes bang straight away instead of the three or four seconds of just almost dead air. What? It, okay, because I don't, I don't hear you, anything. You don't, you don't hear anything. It's quite funny uh, that you don't hear so, anything. And, uh, what I mean, even happens? Um, okay, so it used to be when we used to cut all this and we record it, um, we... Oh, man, my nose. We, um, well, I would um, have the sound effect fade in and then hit the sharp spike as we say, and that's the news. But I've still got the same sound effect, the same as it was, right? Oh, so it's playing the whole... The f- yeah, with the whole build, and it doesn't need it anymore that, now that we're doing it this way. So it's just a bit no. awkward. And I can't... I can, can never get the timing right, and then uh, the timing was way out. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, that's good. It's part of its charm. No, yeah. I'll fix, I can fix that for you on this end if you just told me. Because I don't know. If I heard it, the first time I heard it, I would have changed that for you. Yeah, yeah. It's just That's why this one, the, the outwards on that is always a bit awkward. The inwards is fine. Okay, nice. all right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so on, <laughs> on, to, uh, on to games we've been playing this week. Okay, so we've been checking out a few different games this week. And first one up is Torchlight 2. We jumped in for some co-op play on Torchlight 2. Yes, oh, that was awesome. 
Wow, wow, great insight, please. Well, oh, sorry, I, I thought you were setting no, it up. No, no, I, no, I no, 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 I was waiting for you to continue then, wow. Oh, man, <laughs> oh, good. No, so we jumped on this because, uh, well, the reason was last episode we did uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Yep. So we were feeling the old um, ARPG vibes, you know, mm -hmm. and we wanted to play something else, but we didn't want to do Diablo 3 the eighth time through. Yeah. Um, and I asked Callan if he'd ever played Torchlight because I was a huge fan of the first one. And I played a tiny bit of the second one, but like barely at all. So I don't know what happened, but I must have got distracted or something at the time. But I really, really enjoyed my time with the first Torchlight. So I said, let's jump on and give it a shot. Mm -hmm. um, and it was better than I remembered. And we've just been having a blast. Like this really is... It's, it's exactly just like Diablo light. Yes, exactly. You know? um, so we talked about Minecraft Dungeons last week and we said it was a bit, um, just a bit basic and Torchlight's a step up from that. So there is, there is more customization the way that you drop skills in for your characters. So there's a, you got three different skill trees which you can put points into. Plus you're also putting points into HP and vitality, dexterity and strength as well, which is just another addition over the top of Minecraft dungeons there, but look, it's a super like fun game to play co-op. You can play up to what? Is it four players? You can play up, up to, I think it's six actually. Oh, right. Um, there, there yeah. are four classes and it was funny cause we started playing it as, uh, I was the berserker and you were what elementalist were you? Or yeah, the mage, thing, the mage, that the is. mage thing. Yeah. Um, ember mage, ember mage. That's, that's right. the one. Yeah. And, um, and then suddenly we just decide to restart the whole game again. And now I'm playing as Ember Mage and you're playing as Shooty McShootface. Oh, did you stay as the mage? Well, I sw no, I switched to the warrior thing. but You're then I engineer. Yeah, but then I switched to the mage and I don't know, I switched oh, wow. a couple of times. Yeah. It's just... You know, having said that, obviously, it's very easy to switch over and you can actually level yourself up really quickly if you're playing with a higher leveled person as well. And it's mm -hmm. really fun to just like, just sort of bash through and, and cut through everything. The story is not the most riveting thing. No. Um, you just really jump in there if you already understand the tropes of that kind of game already. There's some big evil. Uh, you're good. You have to kill the monsters and kill the big one, and that's the end. And how best can you do it with what best strategy and build? Mm -hmm. You know, basically, like we, we're not really invested because we've already got like decades into Diablo. So when that comes out, you get fully invested and you read everything and you learn everything about the lore. And this one is kind of like a in, little in between fun game. I don't know how to. Yeah, yeah, we're know, just like, doing it just for fun. We're just cruising around, just destroying bad guys and leveling up characters and just having fun with it and getting loot. And it's just, uh, yeah, good, good fun. And it's, it's robust enough, even though it's so small, like, and simple, it's robust enough in just its gameplay that this, you don't need the story to pull you along. Yeah. It's you're more excited just to see new biomes and new enemies and what kind of challenges they have and how you can best team up and help each other and stuff like the strategies and the gameplay is enough to carry it along, which I think speaks volumes. Yep. Um, so talking about uh, action role-playing games, I've been playing another one. This one is called Path oh, yes. of Exile, which is even more Diablo-like than the other games. Again, like even just looking at the screen here, you could almost feel like it's Diablo. I, I don't know if you can actually see what's going on the screen there, Carl. Uh, I can see Torchlight still. Okay, fair enough. 
Yeah. Anyway. We're, um, yes. In the future. So yeah, Path of Exile, again, another ARPG. But this one's even more complicated. This one's actually probably more complicated than Diablo is in terms of loot and the way that you upgrade your character. So in this, so this one... the other way. Yes. So there nice. are five classes in this one, but you get skill gems in the game, which you can level up, and then your character also levels up as well, and there's a big sphere grid in terms of where you put your points. So you could be okay. a mage and then slowly trot across to the warrior side if you wanted to. Oh, so it's very sphere gritty where anyone yes. can be anything, but yes. they start off in their strength. Y correct. And it's the same with the skill gems as well. Anyone can equip the, um, the, the gems. So you could take raised dead and put that onto a warrior if you wanted to, etc. Right. Uh, and then you, you link these gems through different links, which then gives different effects. So you could have it that every time you... Um, summon a golem it has extra ability so you could put flame ability or lightning ability with it etc etc so there's all these different ways you can customize then all the gear has different colored slots so certain Ooh, gems okay. will only go in certain slots but then you want them to link up to be able to combine strengths together etc man i can't even comprehend what's going on in that screen yeah but it oh it and it's, it, it is super fast it is super fast Oh, uh, okay, that's yeah. kind of fun. And by gross, I don't mean like the graphics are bad, but it just looks like there's little bugs or rats or something going everywhere. Uh, no. Spiders, it looks like. I don't know if that's an ability. Yuck, yuck, yeah. get yeah. that off. Um, what is that? But yeah, like the, the packs of enemies come in huge hordes, like, and it's pretty much like a, almost half a screen full of enemies. And I've been playing as a wow. necromancer. And runs well? Yeah, yeah. I've been playing as a necromancer, and so I've got like an army myself. So it's just this clash of armies in the middle of the screen constantly. So I've been oh playing this um, animate weapon build in that I use this skill uh, that you drop daggers everywhere to hurt the enemies. And then you can raise those daggers up as your minions. I also have a golem, six zombies, and a couple of specters with me as well. So we're this big group. They're just... And a partridge and a pear tree. Yeah, that, that cruises around. And yeah, I'm, I finished it today. The game is 10 acts long. While Diablo is normally four acts, and then the expansion makes it a fifth. So they've been building on Path of Exile for a number of years now. I think seven years or so. All right. And how long is an act sort of? Oh, it depends. A couple of hours, a couple of hours yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gaming Australia, is there a slow-mo mode because it's hectic? No, that's how, that's how the game yeah. goes. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, and also, yeah. were you playing that on PC or Xbox? I was playing that on PC, but it is on Xbox and PlayStation, I think, uh, as well. It's you on, have to see how it runs on it, an Xbox. It's on uh, It's on Game Pass, stuff. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so, uh, yeah, check it out if you want. Again, you can play it co-op, etc. The end game is quite um, quite deep as well, but I haven't really touched on it because, it's it like Diablo, it's separated into seasons. And this current season is actually about to end in a couple of days. So a brand new season called The Harvest will be starting up then. So maybe I'll try it again and level up a new character. I don't know. I'll, I'll wait and see on that one. But it, look, I had a lot of fun with it. Like the, nice. okay. the, the Diablo vibes were just next level. Just looking at the, and it's the interface and all that there, you're just like, oh man, how Diablo is that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've got my screen down in the quarter of one of these monitors, so I can't really see it that clearly. And if you told me that you were talking about Diablo, I may believe you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, um, yeah, no, so I, I really enjoyed my time with it, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of customization there. But I think the, the thing that bothers me the most... Ooh, 
division's gone. The thing that bothered me the most was that um, the gear. I would leave so much gear on the ground because I just didn't need to pick it up. Wow! So even more than torchlight. Cause torchlight oh, oh! You should have so you should have seen me play this game. I'll do entire dungeons without touching a thing. Wow! Yeah, once I had my build set up with the gear I wanted and the slot gem slots and colors and links I wanted. I you just ignored stuff. I just ignored stuff unless it was a unique that dropped. Oh, so you were just looking for one specific color. That's kind of fun. Yeah, one one specific color, and then just little um. There's all these different currencies in the game that you can do things like change gem colors, reforge links, and this. I'd pick all that stuff up as I went because it was quite handy to have. Nice. But um, your general gear, I would leave because your inventory was quite small, so you had to make the choice. Like you could, it's like your old. Um, grid-based Diablo inventory, so you couldn't pick up too many big weapons. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that was Path of Exile. That was a lot of fun. And there was a Path of Exile 2 coming out this year, which will put seven new acts for part two. Um, they're expanding the what they call the Ascendancy Trees, which is when you get to a certain point in the game, you can then change your character's class into a more specific character. So... I was a witch and went into a necromancer build, if that makes sense. So they okay, added. So uh, when they say part two, do they mean like they're turning this into 2.0 or another game? No, another game with seven acts, but okay, the end games are the same. So you could play through Torchlight one, and I could play through Torchlight two. Would never group oh, up. I was talking about Torchlight. I'm oh, sorry, not, not, was... no, 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 no. Path of Exile. Path of Exile. <laughs> sorry. All right. Um, you, you could go through part one. I could go through part two. We both get to Endgame, and then we could join up together and do Endgame together. So they're keeping the Endgame the same. Weird. So it's just um, a campaign part two with, with um, you. And they're, they're revamping the gem the gem system. So rather than having wow. random colored um, sockets on items, uh, so at the moment you could get like three green sockets on like a, a club. Instead, from now on, there'll be only red sockets on clubs. So we'll actually diversify your build a bit more in terms around that etc around the weapon usage and stuff so yeah hey we have a a very good request here hey callan turn your wall down it's too bright from gaming australia and you know what you just learned how to do that so maybe you could uh maybe you could do that for him that's a fair request i I can't because i don't have the zoom call going through thing oh no callan your wall is it's yeah. too bright. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, let so, me let me do it for you. I'm just gonna. There we go. Oh, ah. Wow, wonderful. Okay, that's so, a bit better. So the next game we uh, checked out this week was uh, 51 Worldwide Games. Yeah, that new one on the Switch that's yes. just dropped, which um, looked really boring and generic mm-hmm. and. I don't know, it just looked like very skippable. But then the more people spoke about it, the more reviews that came out, it started looking like quite favorable. And I thought, oh, might as well jump on and see what all this is about. It just basically, for anyone who doesn't know, it's 51 games from around the world that are just popular games, things like chess, checkers, Connect Four, but then um, random things like fishing or bowling. Yeah. Um, you know, as you can see or saw on the screen, there was a piano and there's like Chinese checkers and just all kinds of games and stuff you can play online against people or in the same room. You can either be using the Joy-Con or have it on TV, or you can actually physically touch the screen. Mm-hmm. And there's 
the quality is so good on these games. It's just like really solid gameplay. Everything feels very satisfying, works the way you should. I had a moment where I was playing against um, a friend of mine, Swillow. Uh, sounds weird because he's a Brisbane rapper. I don't even know his real name. Um, and we, we were playing checkers, but I was resting the switch on top of like just a cushion from, a, from the couch. Yep. And we'd been playing for maybe 10 minutes and the the switch just kind of slid off the cushion after a while because it was balanced weird and all the checkers fell off the board. <laughs> and I shat myself because I didn't know that was a thing that happened and we're like, oh no, what the hell? But they, you put it back flat and they reset themselves. <laughs> so as you know, as anyone would do, we spent the next five minutes like flipping it upside down or you know, tossing them in the air, like as if it was a frying pan or just like flicking them to the side and everything worked exactly like you thought it would for mm -hmm. no reason. Like it didn't have to. Yeah. It's one of those Nintendo little things that then they didn't have to add that in at all. It already looked beautiful. It felt solid. It's just checkers. There's nothing to it. Yeah. But adding little things like that and all the games have that to it. And um, for all 51 games, there's like this really sort of uh, child friendly tutorial with these little figurines talking you through them and you can unlock trivia from around the world about each of the games where they came from what they influenced and all kinds of different things like that and you obviously you've got high scores for each game and you unlock you, if you don't have anyone to play with or you're stuck at home because of covid you can verse yourself and then you have to unlock medium mode then hard mode and so on and the computer gets a little bit harder making you get slowly better at each game and I think it's really cool because you're not just getting better at this random game. You're getting better at real classic world games that you'll play for the rest of your life with other people in the future, like family or your own kids in the future. And, you know, you're playing checkers and chess and like a bunch of different card games. These are things you can use always. So getting better at them is kind of useful anyway. Yeah. So this was just such a surprise for me. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We we had a very intense game of uh, Connect Four, didn't we? Where it came, bro, where, didn't we? Where it came it down to the long. very last piece, the very last oh. piece. And because I was just tired, I'd already gone to bed. Which again, I just can't get over how cool Nintendo Switch is. It never gets old. So I just left the room, and I'm like, nah, I'm not really in the mood. I'm just gonna lie here and play some of this. And I just texted Callan. I was like, I don't want to talk or anything. But, um, you know, we can play some of these random games before I fall asleep. And because we weren't talking or going like, what are you going to do? You know, like mm -hmm. no one was saying. So the game was completely silent and we were just so tense and I couldn't get to sleep. I was so wired. I'm like, when is this guy going to just slip so I can just get my Connect 4, tell him to get wrecked and go to bed. And it just never happened. And I did win. I um, screenshot the last thing, but kind of by default. I think so. it was more of a draw than a win at the end of the day. I don't know. It said winner it, with, in really big letters with my face on it. So, uh, you know, <sighs> whatever helps you sleep at night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, it's really good. And it, I, yeah. I think it really surprised me. I fully recommend it. Um, it's just thinking of this like in... Uh, a situation where I was playing it at a party where I just had it on the table and me and some friends, you know, be careful. Don't put your drinks too close and all that, obviously. But we just had it sitting on the table while we were chatting and catching up and just leaning over each time and having a turn on whether it was Connect Four checkers or something easy like, you know, darts or... And we just kept tapping at the screen mid-conversation and went back to whatever we we're talking about and kept handing the switch over, sliding it on the table. And it doesn't take... It, you don't have to be a gamer to know how it works. You just push the screen 
Yep. Brilliant. I really liked it. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. But yes, there are 51 games in there. <laughs> in case the title didn't uh, give it away. 52, uh, including the piano. That's that's not part of the 51. Oh, right. Have you played a song on it? Piano. Which I might add as well. I mean, that piano, they didn't just add, chuck that in. You can get four switches and line them up together. And no. Get a full piano. No. Yeah. Like from like all the octaves. It is incredible. Oh. We tested it the other day because we had. We only had two, sadly, and they show you can have up to four, but we put two together and you slide across, you slide your finger from one to the other and it registers it as two switches near each other. So even the added on 50 second nothing, like silly piano is like fully robust. You could connect that up to some nice speakers and off wow. you go. Uh, we've, got a bit of, we've got a bit happening in chat here. People are telling me I live in a, uh, a dental waiting room. Uh, oh, that's accurate. Who said that? Uh, well pe- done. People are saying turn the kitchen light off. Chat's calling oh, for these, the lights off. Uh, Ace, Ace Killer's mind. calling for shirts off stream. Um, yeah. People are now Ooh, asking about posters. the beard. So Dav Paul says, what happened to beard? Twine pants says, I look mm-hmm. like Ben Affleck. And Mello says, uh, I look fresh. She's probably talking about your, uh, oh, he's probably talking about your walls. Um, and then, yeah, and then we've got this guy that's just jumped in. You should read that one out loud. You should should read that one out, Carl. You should read that one out. No, I want this podcast to be, you know, family friendly. That's right. That's right. Anyway, so the, uh, the, the next game we had a look at, or you had a look at anyway, was Snake Pass. Yes, Snake Pass was awesome. Uh, let me see, where's that? Havo Cone. Hey, man. Um, you should just kind of go away. <laughs> nice name, though. I like his um, choice of favorite vegetable. Oh, whoopsie. Probably. We just had our first ever um, troll man <laughs> on, on Game Train Twitch, everyone. Oh, that we just is nice. kicked him straight from chat. What a douche. Oh. <laughs> Beautifully done. Well, yeah. that's nice. <laughs> and getting too famous, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what what were we talking about? Before uh, that sna- snake Pass. Snake Pass. Yes. Just like we passed on Havocomb, I played Snake Pass for the first time yesterday, uh, which I, you know what? I didn't even look it up, but I believe it was a... Um, I believe it was a launch title for the Switch, which makes it all of about three years old. We're really thrown back here with the um, Torchlight and and Path of Exile. Yeah. And with you. It's definitely a throwback episode. It's, but, you know, it's a throwback episode, yeah. The combination of uh, COVID and being a bit of a gap between big releases has given us time to just, you know, do a little bit of back cataloging mm-hmm. um, as far back as 1982. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I played Snake Pass, which has been out for ages, but it's just one of those games that I was just like, ah, you know, it does, doesn't look like there's much to it. And um, I'll just, I'll give it a pass for now, no pun intended. But I just jumped on it because there's this wicked sale on at the moment for Nintendo Switch, which is, there's never sales this big. Everything, it goes like right up to 90% off some games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on till, geez, I want to say the 14th. So whenever you're listening to that. That's how long the sale goes on. And there's about, there's over a thousand games on sale. I was so impressed. And this is one of the trickier consoles to have sales on. Usually there's like maybe 10 or 15 at most, and it goes up like 30% off. But there were some insane prices. Like I got 
Transistor for $4, which is from Supergiant, the guys that made uh, Bastion, things like that. But this was one of the games on sale. I believe this Snake Pass was like 11 bucks. So I thought, mm -hmm. oh, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Some people were saying it was fun. And I had a great time. It reminded me so much of one of the old um, rare titles. Yeah. Like Banjo-Kazooie kind of thing. And say that crossed with maybe Spyro, because as you can probably see, in the video, you're just kind of running around different environments and collecting gems and coins. And once you have enough, you can move on or you can stay and make sure it's 100%. So you get like ultra special secrets, okay. which obviously means you stay and get 100% or what kind of gamer are you? Um, but the cool thing is you got to play it a little bit differently. You can't just walk forward with the stick. There's like an accelerate button, which makes the snake move forward. Oh, and yes. then pressing A lifts its head a bit. Okay. And that's kind of all you get. And you, you can only like snake your way through things and you got to weave yourself up like these different poles and, and ramps. You can't just climb up a wall. Um, and so part of the challenge, sometimes you can clearly see where something is, but part of the challenge is figuring out how to manipulate this snake. I'm done with this metaphor, actually. So, so was it difficult to get your snake up the pole? Was that? Was that good? Callum, did you enjoy that? <laughs> Getting a snake up a pole is the same thing, you F wit. Can, can you customize um, your snake? You know what? I'll have to ask CD Projekt Red if they're going to update it so that I can. Oh, wow. But, um, uh, as far as I know, it's only red, yellow, and black. Okay. As it is. Fair enough. Uh, but no, it's a lot of fun. It's very simple. I think it's one that kids can enjoy, but like, you know, grown-ups alike, just because the strategy, it is so simple. You're just collecting stuff, but maneuvering is a puzzle in itself, and it does get challenging, and it's pretty. Okay, fair yeah, enough. I enjoyed it. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, uh, would you like to shout out anyone this week, Carl? Just you and your walls, really. Oh, wow. Thanks. No, you know what? I, I want to give a shout out to Havocone. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for making us feel famous <laughs> and jumping on and uh, making uh, our chat a little bit more colorful. Fair enough. Isn't that lovely? Yep. Okay. And I think your beard looks great, Callan. Thanks. For the record. Yep. Yep. No problem. Uh, Gaming Australia asked Kyle, do you move house every four to five minutes, but your room always looks sick? Gaming Australia is my new favorite person that comes on these chats. We should, we should make him boss of, of well, something. Well, you can shout out Gaming Australia this week then, if you like. This week I'm shouting out Gaming Australia. Uh, they're really awesome. It has nothing to do with any suck up comments. They're just so wonderful. They are a... I've never done this. Uh, <laughs> I know, it's normally me <laughs> saying this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they are a Facebook group. Stop me if I'm wrong, please. They're a Facebook group. They're more than 5,000 strong now. Um, it's just a wonderful place to jump on and talk to uh, other gamers, but also other Australians about games. It's a very friendly, um, healthy place. Everyone's very helpful and it's fun to talk about games where people understand the price range you're talking in because sometimes it gets confusing. <laughs> yeah, like, like when someone goes, pay, yeah, I paid 60 bucks and you're like, what? Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> so something as easy as that is nice, but even just someone who understands or can say like, yeah, I just picked this up from EB and you're just, you know, yeah. you know what that means. So it's a nice place to be with like-minded individuals and they're all talking about video games. It's very welcoming. Jump on Gaming Australia's Facebook, which is, Callan, please take it away. Facebook.com slash Gaming Australia. Thank you. I didn't know the Facebook <laughs> part. <laughs> oh, 6,300 oh. now. There you go. So I was, I was right. You're close. Yeah. All right. I said more than 5,000, bro. That's basic yes. maths. 
So, uh, we're going to roll into our review game this week. Now, is yes. da- is Dev Paul in the chat? Because he'll, he'll hate it if he misses this. Yes, he is. Oh, I, he can see, I can see him there. Um, so, we've had a request for a long time now that we would... Um, oh, sorry. Facebook.com slash group slash gaming Oz. There you go. That's oh, right. you were wrong. I right. was wrong. Okay. Sorry. Um, I jump in there. Yeah. Um, so, Dev Paul has been requesting us do a review on River Raid. A very, very old game. So old, in fact, that there is no trailers for this game. So we can't even roll a trailer in. So we don't have any sound effects or nothing, unless you want to do a ship blowing up sound. I do not. No. Okay. No, no. I, All right. I well, don't get paid enough to do that. Yep, fair enough. All right, let's roll into the River Raid <laughs> review. <clears throat> so, River Raid. It oh, was, I didn't even have to be quiet. That's so weird. It was developed and published by Activision back in 1982. But we say developed by Activision, but actually it was developed by one employee at Activision. Yes. Carol Shaw, uh, Carol Shaw made the entire game herself. And she was recognized back in 2017 uh, at the Game Awards. And she re- uh, received the Industry Icon Award for her sort of... Um, you know, everything she did in gaming over the years. Back, one of the yeah, early pioneers. Amazing. But yes, amazing that this game was made by one person. So yeah, 1982 it came out. It is a top-down scrolling shooter where you play as an aeroplane flying down a river. Yes. And yeah. you shoot boats and collect fuel. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. And you're in a river, but you can't... You're a plane, but you can't... Fly over any part that isn't water. For some reason, you're flying really low, and the green part is really tall trees. Yes, very tall trees. So you fly down this river. You got to collect fuel because you have a fuel gauge. That's right. If you run out of fuel, you die. Game over. Yes, but yes. and if you hit things, it like most of the Atari games back then. It's a continuous game. It it this game legit keeps going until yes. you get to a million points, and then you die. Like, your plane actually just blows up when you hit a million points. That's the end of the game. No matter how so, far down the river you are. So, Endgame is kind of death. Like, like Final Fantasy X. Yeah. A yeah, bit. Where yeah. you just, you know, you're you know, heading for your demise and that's the goal. Yeah. It's, you know, it's pretty dark. Um, it's, but the games aren't... I mean, is this... Um, it's not randomly generated, though, is it? These are still uh, set levels? They're still set levels. Yeah, I remember... So... I remember playing this when I was a kid, right? And you'd go, oh, we're coming up to the really skinny river now or, or whatever, you know? Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did they do randomly generated uh, stuff back then? Uh, for River Raid 2, they did. But River Raid 1, wow. they didn't. Yeah. And was that on... Uh, sorry to throw all these questions at you. Was that on Atari 2600 uh, as well? Did, River Raid 2? Uh, 7800, I think it was. And that came out like six years later. 1988. Oh, wow. and so Nintendo was already sort of into its prime by then. Yeah, wow. Kudos to them for still trying. This was one of the prettier Atari games, mm-hmm. uh, Atari 2600 games. And now I had one of these back when I was playing games in Solomon Island. So um, I did have River Raid. It wasn't my favorite, but uh, I really enjoyed it even back then. I do remember enjoying it, but I was more of a frostbite guy, still am. Mm-hmm. As many of you guys know, I, I got, where is that? I got some, uh, here it is, a bit of yep. Atari there, and Frostbite there. 
There he oh, is. Oh, nice, um, nice. That was that's was that my Astro choice. Astro Boy I saw on your arm? It was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, How did cool. you pick it so oh, easy? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely Astro Boy. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but this one, it was like, I don't, you know, I don't know if many of you guys played a lot of Atari. Some of you in chat might not have existed at that time either. But uh, believe me when I say that this is one of the pretty ones. Yeah. Um, it It is it might look really hideous. There's not like, there's not even two-tone colors, you know, yet alone. Like even the Ness looks glorious compared to this thing. The, the colors are flat and bland, but there's many of them. So that makes this pretty. Yes. Because it's colorful. And well, the fact that you yeah. can tell what a river is. And, and a what road a is. and a bridge. Yep. And there's bridges and the, you can read the fuel. The fuel tanks have the word fuel written on it, guys. This is attention to detail. <laughs> this is amazing. Because I have, you know, some real fuel tanks have fuel actually written on them. That's Just right. Just like that. So uh, in terms of yep. the sound effects of the game, there aren't that many. There is uh, oh. the noise of your plane flying along. There is when you... Which is barely a plane. When you shoot, uh, when you run low on fuel, there is a fuel beeping noise. Uh, yes, there's a fuel gauge and a beeping noise, there, which is, that's there, a big deal. There, it is a massive deal. Now, remember, this is 1982 we're talking about here, so we're not this actually taking Mario a brothers. piss. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a hard one to keep talking about because it's so simple. Like, this was all controlled with a joystick and one button. So you just use a joystick to move side to side or speed up, slow down, and the button was to shoot, and that's it. It, it was very, yeah. very simple, and it was... You know, it's one of those games that anyone could play. Like, I remember playing this with my parents in the lounge room back in the day. We'd have nights where we'd sit there and see who could get the furthest down the river. Yeah, which is a simple concept. But what makes this game stand out as like one of the most remembered games for the 2600, the Atari, is the fact that you're not just dodging things and shooting things. It's that there's actually like, there's resource management here. Mm -hmm. You have to remember to pick up fuel and you're not just looking ahead of yourself which you used to be like you just look up and see if there's bad guys at the end but you have to actually constantly look down at the heads up display which this game has and check your fuel gauge you know there's a nice clear half which i love how they just crudely write one slash two like a half right in the middle yes it's quite hideous but at least you know i mean like oh my my fuels at half i really have to start worrying and and then you strategize differently you can shoot the fuel tanks if you want for yeah. points mm -hmm. but if you do that you lose the fuel so you got to decide like how much fuel do i pick up yeah. do i do i make sure i'm at full now before i reach like the end of the level how long do i have before i run out so there's that and there's like there's like as many of these games have back then there's a really nice difficulty curve to it starts nice and easy sparse mm -hmm. not many bad guys very obvious what the fuel is but then as it starts to get quick that resource management starts to get really important and you get really good at doing it. And it's the strategy is actually quite fun. So the game kind of aged really well and you can still play it now. I think like there's still some enjoyment to be had. You're not just, you know, shooting and going upwards and getting a high score, which I think even classics like space invaders can get a bit boring after five minutes because the strategy doesn't really change. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So um, we're going to give this one two scores now. We are. Um, so we're going to give it present day score and 1982 score. Yes. Yes, right. we will. All right. So what do, you, what do you give it? I give it present day. I give this game. You know what? I, how much did I pay for it? I got to know that as well. Give me a hypothetical present day price for this. I don't is know. It like, is it a dollar on the app store? 
is it is it a five dollar like throw is it part of a fifty dollar arcade package i have because that's part of it i have no idea i have no idea you should have actually thought about that yeah okay like mm, realistically i think i could find this a game like this possibly on iphone you know in in legal ways for about a dollar and for that i give this a nice i think a six well i'm gonna give it a three a three? Yeah. For like 99 cents on the iPhone. You don't think you could sit here with, you know, on the couch and play this and try and get some good high scores? Nah. That's that's pre- that's, that's present day scores, mate. Like, you know. One dollar, like an iPhone game, like retro. Why, why are you think, arguing you know, with me about this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just think three is like you hate the thing. I don't hate the thing. I'm saying that's, pre- like, that's why it's got points because I like it. It's just we're, we're talking. We're talking present day. Look, it, it, compared okay, to present, present day, day yeah. it looks horrible. There's hardly any sound there. You, this is the game as we're showing on Twitch at the moment. You're just flying around shooting stuff. That's it. That's Look, the game. Six is but pretty, but six if, if I give um, Metal Gear Survive, I'm sure it was about. If um if I'm going back to 1982 though, this thing's getting a nine out of ten. Oh, you know what? I have to agree with you there. Oh, 1980. Yeah, at least a nine. Like the only thing that um, it doesn't have for a 1982 game. Is a story, yeah, or, or even like crude music, we or, or or music, yeah, and that's it. Everything yeah. else is there for a 1982 game. So, and I don't know if there was any games with music in 1982. I'm not 100 percent sure. Pac Man? No, yeah. wait, no, Pac Man. No. Yeah, um, just like, um, you know what? If this, if there was no other games with music, this would probably be a hard ten for me. Of like the best of the best. Yeah. But if there were games with music, then yeah, I'd, I'd give it a nine because everything else is there. The variety, mm-hmm. it's not just green. It goes from light green to dark green because you're going yeah. deeper in the jungle. A- you know? like, it's actually, cool. they evolved the game even further in River Raid 2. There was altitude they added in. So you could f- actually fly over the green bits and shoot at buildings and things if you're high oh, enough altitude. And then you had to land on an aircraft carrier by dropping down to the correct attitude, altitude at the end of the levels. So that was River Raid 2. There was a lot of advancements there. Man, that's that's pretty full That's, every, I mean, that's yeah, everything you want in a sequel, isn't it? Taking the base game and expanding on it. And adding, yeah, exactly. Well done, guys. They got it right way back then. <laughs> well, I mean, anyway, there you have it. Uh, yeah. It's a nine from Callan and I for back in the day. And a three and a six. Three. You are ruthless, my friend. I'm gonna, yeah, I had to be a bit ruthless there. But yes. yeah, it's fair. I mean, it's a pretty shitty sounding game, too, if you're playing it today with earphones in on the iPhone, you know, like, yeah. yuck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, that, that was, that was, um, that was River Raid, right? So, we're moving, uh, onto our, uh, whew, what do we want to do? Questions from the people? Yeah, let's do some questions from the people. Uh, okay, we let's. Let, right let, oh, we got a question already. Gaming Australia. Actually, before we answer that, um, I'll just go through the roll call of. Right, so if you want to ask us questions, you can go to facebook.com slash game train podcast, Twitter at game train talk, Instagram at game train podcast, or we're also on Twitch at game train twitch. So there's lots of ways you can find us. And as we say, we are broadcasting on Twitch here now. So this is how we do our live podcast, and then we send it out onto Podbean later on um so if you are listening to this and you do want to join us remember to follow the facebook page and the twitter page because we are posting when we are going live and we're generally giving more notice now that when we know we are going to do it i'll put up a post saying we are doing something today get ready for a um 
a live message and then we post again when we do go live. Just giving the people, you know, a bit of extra time to just jump in and, and see us do this whole thing live. Yes. Okay. Questions. Gaming, Gaming Australia asks, Hey boys, have you guys played Celeste? What are your thoughts? That's a hard yes. I have definitely played Celeste. Uh, finished it. I uh, didn't collect all the uh, strawberries. I think yeah, it was strawberries. Special. Yeah, I yeah. got a whole bunch. Um, but I absolutely love that game. I just love, love, love it. I was already a big fan of um, Super Meat Boy, mm-hmm. which is another sort of uh, very similar in that the it's a platformer and it's like crazy crazy hard but you restart immediately in the same room every time so you can just die and die and die and die like within seconds and just keep repeating it until your fingers kind of have a mind of their own and magically just take you through it and then you repeat the process um but celeste did it and it had these beautiful pixelated graphics which uh you know i'm a sucker for um but the point of the game was also it was this little girl fighting with herself and anxiety and the gameplay played a part of the story and got harder the further up the mountain the girl got, which the mountain was what was called Celeste, not the girl. Um, and so it's, it's named after the actual mountain. She's climbing that to try and figure out, to learn how to live with herself and fight with herself. And the harder the game gets, the harder it gets for her to deal with her own emotions. And certain things that I won't spoil continue to happen with the gameplay and the story at the same time, which represent how she's feeling as a person. And I just think that was some wonderful, wonderful game design. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think, Kevin? Yeah, I never finished it. I enjoyed it, though, like the parts that I played. I've been meaning to go back, but I think I'd have to start the whole thing again because I don't remember how to play the game. Yeah, I think you would, too, because you have to learn, like, you know, you kind of get new moves, so on and so forth. And I think they added moves also in DLC. Okay. Which puts you through the game and made the first part easier, but then meant that they could make things harder later. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. I uh, I mean, I might be biased, but I think it's so worth jumping in again. It's not a long game, and the ending makes it. It's one of those, like, it's a brilliant game all up, but the end just makes it all make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, a really nice one. Ace Killer asks, what genre, genre of new IP do you want to see from PlayStation tomorrow? We'll get to that in a second, Ace Killer, because we're going to do certainly will. We're so going to do we'll our PS5 that. game predictions for the thing tomorrow, just after the question. So we'll we'll get to that then. But if anyone has any other questions in chat, throw them in now. We'll answer it, and then we'll do our PS5 um, predictions things. Yes. Oh, Gaming Australia says I'll get Carl. You're a salesman. Oh, That's be. hilarious. I thought you were asking me because you had already played it and you were wondering what my thoughts were. I didn't think I was selling it to you. Mm-mm. Oh, cool. Uh, I, I think you'll enjoy it. I'm keen to hear what you think. Uh, Twana Pants. Me and my buddy just started playing Far Cry 5 co-op campaign only. Any tips? No spoiling. It's been so much fun. Um, my my only tip is don't do the fishing because it wasn't that great in Far Cry 5. And this is coming from Callan, who's a fishing aficionado. Yeah, I, lo- I, I love my fishing games. in games. Always love it. Did um, not enjoy the Far Cry 5 fishing at all. Um, wasn't I have fun. to. I have to quickly add to that in case he moves on too much. But um, I would say do the fishing because it's really awesome. And Callan has to get good at fly fishing. Wow! So no, it's really fun, man. Uh, I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Uh, fishing uh, is sick. It, it was it was good fun playing um, Far Cry Five Cult, but you, I don't think your progress of one of the players carries over on their game. So it was like two separate progress. Like if Carl invited me in, 
it'd be Kyle's game, and we completed missions on Kyle's game, but they never completed on my map, so I had to redo them. So again. you have to redo them all. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's um, your if you're playing with your buddy, I don't know if uh, he or she owns an Xbox, but hopefully, I don't know if you're already doing it, but maybe make it so you don't actually play it until they're playing with you and hanging out, and you guys just play through the whole game yeah. on your Xbox or something together. Yeah. That's uh, probably hopefully the you would have worked that out by now yeah i don't know about tips it's been so long i would have had like a bunch of stuff for you to Ooh. make sure you do this or make sure you do that or this weapon's awesome but i don't really remember I, any specific i don't really have any tips but uh, there's a rumor going around that far cry 6 is in development and will be shown off by ubisoft at their presentation in july and it looks like we're going back to a tropical island setting oh nice okay That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. So that that'll be kind of cool. Um, they haven't been back to a tr- tropical island since three, so yeah, yeah. And three was still regarded as one of the best, if yeah. not the best. Yeah. So yeah, the first one was tropical island. Then it was Africa. Then it was tropical island. Then it was um, Himalayas. Himalayas. Was it? Yep. And then it was really good America. And then we've had it in there um, prehistoric times as well. Yeah, and America after. After, uh, the, after the game, bad things happen. Mm. Yes. yes, but um, yes. All right. Um, should we move oh, on to spoilers? Gaming Australia. Just joking. Uh, so <laughs> keep going. Um, should we move on to our predictions for the PlayStation presser tomorrow morning? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So, so tom- are we doing like a first party and a third party, or what? what no, we- we're just gonna name three things. Just name three things. All yeah. right. Um, so, yeah, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning is the PlayStation 5 reveal. It's going to be uh, about an hour-long showcase, maybe a bit over. They're going to be showing a lot of games, etc. And we're about to um, talk about what we think they'll show. Yes, yep. This is it. Okay, so how do you want to do this? you want me to say one? Do we and... want to go one each, or do you just want yeah. to drop? Yeah, okay, all right. I think we will see... And this has been rumored for so damn long now. Bluepoint's next game. So Bluepoint is the company that did the remake of Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Uh, the rumor is that they have been doing working on a Demon Souls remake for a number of years now. And I believe this is going to be a PlayStation 5 launch title. Wow. So Demon Souls. Yeah, full remake ground up because Demon Souls did not age that well. Demon's Souls was the original Souls game before they went into Dark Souls, etc. A lot of people didn't play Demon's Souls. So it was a PS3 game, but yeah, a lot of people didn't play it. So now that everyone, a lot of people, I'm not going to say everyone because I know you don't, a lot of people in the industry do love a good Souls game. Um, yes, I, I think they'll actually, it would be a good, uh, a good console seller for, you know, bringing people in. They'll go, oh, wow, I never played Demon's Souls. Wow, here we go. Here's a beautiful 4K remake. This looks better than Dark Souls 3, et cetera, et cetera. That's what, I, what I'm expecting anyway. Ooh, and do you, like, uh, this isn't one of my predictions, but do you reckon the Elden Ring will drop tomorrow? Elden Ring's a weird one. Again, I've been seeing rumors and uh, leaks about the gameplay here and there. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think we'll see anything about It'd be Elden one Ring. or the other. Hey, it'd be a bit overkill for both, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I can't see Elden Ring being until next year now, but Demon's Souls, I think, will be this year. 
And I'm okay yeah, with that because yeah. I generally try and do one of these games a year. So I'm okay with Demon's Souls yeah. this year, Elden Ring next year. Have a big break. And between. you reckon Demon's Souls will be a remake for a PS5, not 4? No, PS5 launch. Wow, that's a huge jump. Yeah. All right. Oh, Emerald well, Rangers first... is here. Hello, Emerald Rangers. Ah, uh, hello, Emerald Rangers. I nailed it. You see that? Yes. I didn't even say it wrong this time. Um, yeah, mine is, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know if it's rumored, but it's one that's definitely hoped for as by me and many others. But I'm, I'm hoping for a new Ratchet and Clank game. Yep. Uh, you know, like a, a further in the story one, not sort of like a, you know, there was a reimagining last time of the intro and all that kind of thing and restarted doing the whole game again. It, it wasn't a remake or a remaster, but it was kind of refreshing it. But now now they've done that, they've established it, and it looked so beautiful. It was like controlling a, a Pixar movie. I just, I would love to see that world in PS5 setup. Like just the way they take really simple games that are like platformers for kids. And because the characters are so simple, they have so much room to jump in and make them complicated with mm -hmm. fur and reflections and, you know, the things they're wearing, like metallic helmets or leather armor and just like really going all out yep. and making them look fantastic with animation. So I hope, I hope there's a new Ratchet and Clank tomorrow. Uh, I'm hoping to see Resident Evil 8 tomorrow, which will be a third party Ooh. game, which we know will be on the Series X, PC, etc. But I think we will see the first um, announcement of of Resident Evil 8, which the long rumor has been, it's called The Village. Again, it's going first person. You're going to be set in this village up in the mountains somewhere. I really hope it's true because it sounds like an awesome concept. And I really love the first person um, style they did in 7. And I'd like to see that expanded upon across an entire village rather than just a single house. And I think it's a great time to show it off. Yeah. Nice. Ooh, I wonder if it's. Um, I wonder if that'll be the same time that they announce some sort of upgraded PSVR. You know, if they connect it mm, to that or something, maybe. could be an interesting thing to maybe like right at the end. By yeah. the way, this is also going to have PSVR 3.0 or whatever they're up to. Yeah, and that means you'll get to jump into this world again. I don't know. That could be another thing they do. Yeah. Um. What I want and hope. Uh, yeah, I don't know how likely it is. It's supposed to come out this year, but it's not. But um, I don't know. I hope they've been so silent about it because Skate 4 is coming. And I think, I think it would be really cool to be a PS5 title because now, you know, like Tony Hawk 1 and 2 is going to be really cool to replay, but Skate 4 will be like a great way to be like, okay, that was the old, but here is the next generation of skating video games. And why else? We've been asking for it for 10,000 years and they just don't release it. I'm sorry, I'm going to poop on your parade here. Um, oh, no. If it's going to be showing off anywhere, it'll be at EA's conference in like a week. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've done things like this before. Uh, they've shown like Ubisoft stuff and then uh, they've that's, elaborated. That's, that's very so, true. That's very true. But yeah, I think if we. But you're say, right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, my, my third one, because I was going to go um, Ratchet and Clank, but I kind of had a feeling you would. Uh, my Thank third you, one man. is Final Fantasy sixteen. Oh, wow. You think they're going to go there already? Very quick tease. I don't think it's going to be a lot. Just but a logo and that, like that, a character uh, It, it could be a 30-second sizzle reel. See a couple of characters. Yep. 
uh, and then the logo comes up pretty much. Keep it very simple, but then we'll know they're working on 16. I don't think we'll see 16 for two years from now. Yeah. Yeah. You okay? No, there's a fire alarm going off just a sec. Oh, goodness. Wow, there's some real action happening here. I mean, I hope he's okay. Uh, well, what do you say when that happens? I can't hear it. I, hmm. He lives in an apartment. So. Uh, hey, uh, there's a fire alarm going off in my building at the moment. So um, I think I'm going to have to go downstairs. If you want to continue to podcast solo right. here, Carl, you're very welcome to. But I mean, um, are you safe? I don't want to just be chatting here and watch this thing burn down. Well, there'll be great content, won't it? But I'm not even lying Hell. at this stage. Um, okay. So I, I don't know. No, um, no, you know what? You should just cut it off because I can't even turn it off from here. We're kind of right at the end. We'll, we'll join our lame. Tr- I don't want to. This is like. Do, do you do you want to do you want to continue this? Want to come back from downstairs? Uh, yes. Yeah. Everything's okay. All right, guys. Um, I'm well, gonna yes. I'm gonna stop the stream here. Um, I'll be back soon. Hopefully, it's all fine and someone's just burnt toast. But yep, fingers crossed. Um, there has been fires in this building before, so hopefully, um, it's just enough to burn that back wall down. Yeah, we'll continue with part two very very soon. Um, but yeah, um, I'll I'll be back. Dev Paul says, take your passport and jacket. <laughs> yep, thanks, Dad. <laughs> See you guys soon. And we are back here live on Twitch after the fire emergency in my building. So I went downstairs straight away. Two fire trucks out the front, plus a heap of residents from the building. We're all gathered outside out the front down there. And I think it was just something like burnt toast because pretty much when I got down there and stuff, um, the, the firemen were like, oh, I run can now go back upstairs again. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So That old chestnut. Yeah, then I had to wait for lifts and all that sort of sort of stuff. And yeah, um, I'm, we're back and we're going to continue. So we're in the middle, um, before the interruption, of talking about our player PS5 predictions. So I was in the middle of talking about Final Fantasy 16. And yes. yeah, so Final Fantasy 16, um, I think they're going to show it. Maybe just a minute trailer. Sizzle reel, characters, real quick. Yeah, yeah, okay, like a logo or something. Yeah, and then boom, Final Fantasy 16. We see the logo design in development now, and probably won't see it till like 2022. Yeah, there'll be like a little little coup from a chocobo or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, just some sort of. Oh, Mm -hmm. you didn't tell me I was getting beers. This guy. (laughs) Yeah, I got a beer from the fridge too. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Okay, I got. Ooh, I could smash one of those right now. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Um, right. My third and final prediction is. I mean, it's a tricky one because I don't. I don't know which one you're taking, but it's one of the three uh, sequels. Okay. I mean, you know, I would rather not see one this early in the in the generation. I'd rather they sit on it and figure out the technology first. So I'm hoping they're not trying to jump the gun just to make a wow factor and then throw something sort of half out, half assed out the gate. Um, and let me, like, I don't, I don't want to take one of your things. So I'm just going to pick one of the obvious three sequels, but let's just say like Spider-Man two, I think that's probably of the three big sequels they, they could drop. That's maybe the most likely because 
they shouldn't go too much further than New York. Yeah. And they've got so much of it made already, whereas some of the other ones that have to make whole new worlds and, you know, create all new environments. This, they could just spruce it up and make it mm. PS5 ready. What about what about um, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, though? Because that would have been in development the longest. Yeah, that's true. But again, like, they'd have to change more, I think, because you'd expect and hope for them to go to a new world or a new part of the world, like a different continent. Yeah. So they'd have to make a new environment, whereas Spider-Man, they could at least yeah. map over the existing. I don't know if they'd rebuild the whole of New York from the ground up. I don't know. Or if they, because it was such a beautiful representation of New York. It wasn't like one-to-one, but it was such mm. a nice, happy medium of having like a lot of recognizable New York things there, but still like close enough for you to, you mm. know, have the patience to go from one side to another and not take two hours. Yep. Um, Emerald Ranger says, yeah, you're alive. I am. Uh, NAC3, yes, NAC3, baby. That's what we want to see. We want some NAC3 yeah, up NAC3. there. Uh, AC oh, Valhalla. Man, Bones, I don't think we'll see anything else on AC Valhalla until Ubisoft's event in July. I think that's when we'll get the big proper gameplay blowout, but could be surprised. They could show another bit of gameplay after the, um, the booing from the Xbox. Another review. bit? Okay. As opposed to what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean the first ever bit of gameplay? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, good times. Yeah, and w- what did Ace Killer ask earlier? Because I don't have it up here anymore because my original chat's gone. But he asked uh, any oh, new IPs. Do you think there'll be any new IPs at the PlayStation 5? Like, what sort of new IP would you like to see? Oh, man. It would be really cool if um, Insomniac threw a new IP because I know I'm not going to get my sequel for sunset overdrive uh, oh, so we can all breathe a sigh of relief now oh this guy this guy mate play more than one hour all right best play xbox one i will go and finish still. sunset overdrive if... no dark souls no 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 souls type games ever zero if what demon souls that you gotta play through when it comes out nah. on the ps5 no souls game no deal <laughs> You don't have to touch Sunset Overdrive ever. It's your loss. I don't care. Uh, but for a new IP, uh, I, yeah, I, I'd like them to do it because Sunset Overdrive was su- such like a, I don't know, I just think they're very good at one traversal. You know, mm. we've seen in, man, everything I've predicted has been Insomniac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank, Spider-Man. Oh, man, and you, now, man, you're putting in- them to work there, mate. I am. I just want one of the things. Yeah. And it's not even Spider-Man. I'd rather they do one of the other two. But yeah, for a new IP, because, you know, it's hard to predict what you want for a new IP. Yeah. But I'd want something from them because they're so like good at making quirky, fun characters that are new. We've already seen how well they do with existing characters like Spider-Man. But mm-hmm. uh, I loved Sunset Overdrive so much that I'd love them to do something, their own take on something else. It was such a cool, outrageous sort of thought experiment and it's such video gamey stuff like it's so fun to live in their worlds yeah so, yeah yeah no fair enough um gaming in australia mentioned it earlier as well rockstar is going to be showing something there um do you wreck it oh. wouldn't couldn't be gta 6 surely you'd expect could Rock- it be bully could it be bully 2 like could, could it be mm. bully 2 that that would or make bully remake bully remake even yeah well i couldn't see it being gta 6 because you feel like rockstar would be like, we've got our own thing happening um, 
and just focused on that, you know? Like, they've always done their own thing. Um, I yep. can't see them deviating from that for, for a GTA Ooh. 6. Red Dead American Nightmare 2. Oh, my God. Yes, please. That would be nice. And, you know, like I was saying with Spider-Man, they wouldn't have to change the environment. Mm -hmm. Just a big DLC. Finally give people, like, that one-player DLC instead of just online stuff. Yeah. Ooh, even if they, you know, like, I wouldn't want this particularly, but even if they made uh, Undead Nightmare, not American Nightmare, was it Undead Nightmare? American Nightmare was the Alan Wake one, right? Was it? Something. But some sort of nightmare. Uh, if they remake that again and make part two of that world famous, like some regard as the best DLC ever made, I wouldn't even mind if they made that a huge section of the online. You know, you go online and you can choose either normal Red Dead or go in that world where yep. there's zombies and unicorns running around. So that yep. could be cool. Yep, fair Good enough. Good call, Emerald. Yes, very cool. GTA London 2, that would be kind of cool as well. The Ooh, old school yeah, top-down old school top down GTA. Bro, they should launch all those top-downs for the Switch and just hurry up and do it. Yeah, exactly. All right, are you ready to uh, go into the lame, love, and hype trains now? Boy, am I. Okay, all right. First up, people, we've got the lame train. Okay, Carl, what's your lame train this week? All right, mine's pretty simple uh, at the moment. My lady friend is trying to purchase herself a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very hard to do because it's completely sold out because of COVID. Uh, and, you know, that and Animal Crossing, it's just like the real hot ticket right now, mm -hmm. which is fine. Uh, and she's been trying to get it in time, you know, to try and monopolize on the sale that's on at the moment, which is a really, really good one. Uh, and my lame train is the fact that she jumped on and was looking. Everyone selling it secondhand is selling it more expensive than you can buy it new. Oh, wow. Where, yeah. There's like $500, $600 for a Switch. And wow. then she found one that was $450, yeah. which was a custom painted one. Mm -hmm. Only kind in the world like it. And she said, I want that piece. $450 it was custom. It came with a free game. Which yeah. It wasn't that good. It was like Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, but it also came with a pro controller. And the dock was also custom painted. Oh, Everything wow. custom. $450 pick up in brisbane so i was like oh i can pick that up for you easy peasy yeah uh and they said all right i'm at uh, this suburb and i was like sick i'll drive right there on my way there and he's texted her and said like no problem by the way there's a little chip on the side just to let you know uh it, it you know it doesn't cover the screen or anything i'm like okay sweet as cool no problem uh, and then she sent me a text that he'd written and said like oh wait 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 just hold on a second i'm just talking to my flatmate for a minute, we're discussing it. I'll let you know how it goes. And I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, okay, cool, no problem. Please just let me know, because, you know, um, my boyfriend's out there waiting to pick it up. He's in your suburb, yeah. just chilling. Uh, just let us know. And and he's, he'll say, I'll let you know how it goes. And then I was there for maybe half an hour. Oh my God. You know, just chilling, wait, waiting. And she had no reply. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna drive home. If he says you can have it, I'll come back and grab it tomorrow. Yeah, And then nothing. It never came up again. I thought, oh, this is super lame. And, you know, she rang up to just say, like, oh, that sucks. And while we were on the phone chatting, she's like, oh, my God, the same thing. So he, it says here that he's taken it off the market. And then after that, it says the same exact thing has popped up on Switch because she keeps refreshing it. Yeah. Same custom paint job. So we know it was the same one because there's no other one yeah. like it in the world. 
but it's now being sold by someone else, which is obviously his roommate. Seven hundred dollars. Oh, this all happened this afternoon oh, between like wow. twelve and maybe three o'clock. Like within hours of it, it had, she oh. got on when it was up there for four minutes, and the guy was so friendly, smiley faces, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll grab this. Great price." And it's the same. It even said coming free with Assassin's Creed Three and a Pro Controller. So like, you're not even pretending it's a different switch. Wow, and it's. Ah, oh, it was awful, man. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I'm so sorry. And she's so disappointed. Oh, insane. Oh. Yeah. That's a fantastic lame train. Like, that's that's the definition of lame train right there. Right? Thank you. I was like, thanks, babe. This is something I can use. Finally. Oh, my gosh. That's like, <laughs> you hadn't told me any of that. So... Wow. Oh, man, I was so disappointed. It just got worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe the roommate buys it and then puts it... So the roommate rips off his own flatmate. I don't know. You know, I don't know if, if that happened like a ripoff or they've said like, dude, what are you doing? This is worth so much more. Uh, just take it off. And, and they're like, no, wait, I've already sold it to this person. Don't worry, I'll repost it. And they won't even know because it's a different person. But I'm scrolling on my phone right now because I want to show you the picture of this Xbox <laughs> they tried to pass off like no one would notice it. This an Xbox? You. Oh, sorry. It's because it's designed off an Xbox. That's why I'm right. saying that. It's designed off the hyperspace Xbox. Oh, actually, I can't even show you because she sent me a real link and now it's unavailable. Oh. Not for sale. Wait, I got this. Because you can actually just literally go to Marketplace right here. This is this is live and local. Mm -hmm. And just look up, like, Switch. Because it should be one of the latest ones, unless it's gone already. Man, oh, I can't find it. I wish I had it here. It's like, so the whole thing is painted white, and it had blue and purple speckles on it. Like, it was just the most un-Switch-looking <laughs> thing you've ever seen. And it just appears twice. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, but yeah, that's my lame train. I yeah. have to share that. What's yours this time? Um, one doesn't even compete. Um, I feel there should be more cross plot, more cross platform co op games. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, 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 no, there's, not, there's not enough of them. Like, I, I looked at Path of Exile because I was like, oh, I wouldn't mind playing on a computer if you wanted to play it on an Xbox. No, you can't do that. Or if I wanted to play Torchlight 2 on a PC. And you want to play it on the Xbox? No, we can't do that. You know, like there's all these things we can't do, and it's frustrating when we see when we do see games like Fortnite and Rocket League, etc., have cross-play in their games. Oh, modern Modern Warfare as well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We know companies can do it. I just want to see more of it, and I'm just sad that there isn't more of this going on, especially for simple games like action role-playing games, like, um. I'll be heavily disappointed if Diablo 4 does not have crossplay. Heavily disappointed. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I'm even happy I'm even happy if um they do like what Destiny 2 does where it's not crossplay but it's cross save. So you can at least yes, have it somewhere I, else and I would be on. okay with that maybe. Not as good, but it's still yeah. like I mean, we're not developers, but it must be easier, right? To do it mm. that way, just to shift the data. Well, and then I, like, I think oh. Blizzard would be able to do something like that because you'd put all your... Well, they do it with, like, Hearthstone. You can take all your cards across any platform. So we know they can already do it. Yes. And does, doesn't Final Fantasy XIV do that? Final Fantasy XIV does that too. 
And we can play yeah. cross-player Final Fantasy fourteen. And Ace Killer oh, just said, did you mention No Man's Sky is coming to Xbox Game Pass and will be cross-play with PC and PS4? So there's another another game. We did just now, yeah. Just then, just then. Okay, <laughs> are you ready for the love train? Uh, well, first, Dev Paul wants to know something very important. Thank you for speaking right over the sound effect. Oh, see, I can't hear it. You, we gotta, we gotta do a modern. You, you didn't have the thumb. We have a whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, Dev Paul asked what happened with the fire alarm. Fire alarm went downstairs. Dev Paul, two fire trucks out the front. He peeped from the building. I think it was just burnt toast or something. So it wasn't a big emergency. Um, and Gaming Australia nice. just said Need for Speed Heat will be cross-play as well. So there's another one. But things are coming. Things are coming, but I feel like. It should be more. Most games should be cross-play now. Um, okay. It be. Now that we know it's possible. I'm going to try the sound effect again. I'm going to wait for the thumbs up. I'm going to keep talking till then. You, you legit just talked over it again. Bro, so firstly, there's two things you got to fix up here. One, I can't hear it on my end. Yeah. So, got to fix that. Two, didn't see a thumb because you have two different cameras. Oh! Okay. And the one I'm looking at no thumb. Okay. Zero thumb. Okay. How so, about you just wait for my key? Okay, here we no, go. I'm just going to talk till I see the thumb. <laughs> there it is. Okay, all right. And here is the love train. Okay, Carl, what is your love right. train this week? <laughs> my love train is, and this is no word of a lie. It's actually here. I wrote this. Please don't think I made this up on the spot. But my love train has been Cullen's efforts on on our production in the Twitch lately, uh, which is which is why I kind of dragged on with that because I just thought this is I can't believe this is happening right now. But lately, uh, and just to make it clear to everybody, I make the pictures, you know, for the for the episode. That's about it. All this stuff that you guys are watching, I made like some original background stuff, but all the live things like the trailers. Um, and, and the background games coming up when we talk about games we've been playing and the switching of the cameras. That's all Callan and him figuring things out with OBS and Twitch and the relationship between that. And then he downloads it and he does the edit and turns it into a podcast and actually uploads it onto Podbean and does all the cross advertising on Twitch and all that kind of thing. Like, you know, I'm here, I talk about games with him. I make a lot of the graphic art stuff initially. But all this stuff that you're seeing live and anyone listening, you should jump on Twitch to check this out live just because it's a lot of fun. Like we've never done this in previous things before. This is our first sort of baby. It's been three years in the making, but all this is Callum and it's been really cool. And I've been meaning to like say something about it each time, but I get distracted or some other love train comes up that I talk about. <laughs> but I just thought that was so funny that all this disaster happened. <laughs> right? I was going to say that. It's literally written up here. As the thing I was going to say is my love train, because it's like, it's the perfect love train. It's not hype or lame. Like, it's awesome and it's Callan. So thank you for your efforts. And just so you guys know, that's all that guy. Which, uh, which side is he? No problem. There, there. <laughs> thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> um, I also send all the emails to you. And he sends yeah. all the emails too and gets all the games. I'm just, I'm just a pretty face. I can <laughs> zero things. Um, so yeah, my love train this week and I'm just throwing it up on the thing now, is... Uh, I See, fall- that's what I'm talking about. There it is there. <laughs> I've, All I've, that stuff. I've fallen back in love with um, action role-playing games again. 
Nice. I, I haven't really played these sorts of games in like years. You know, we've got Torchlight 2 and Path of Exile here, you know. And um, I, I used to love these sorts of games years ago, and especially the Diablo series and that. But playing Minecraft Dungeons the other week and then playing these two titles now, I'm like, man, I love these games. I've just been having so yeah. much fun with them, you know. So um, it's nice that they actually all exist again. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just seriously fun gaming. So um, that's that's my love trend this week is just falling in love with a, a genre that you know I'd fallen out of love with in a way. Nice. That's really good. You know what? Did did I have a similar one last week because I just fell so hard for whatever it was we were playing what, Minecraft. My, or, Minecraft. I don't know. I can't remember. Or um um just uh multiplayer playing them like that's a really good love train though because i totally agree with you these games just they're so fun and mindless and i love how um what we were saying about how social they are because we can just chat yeah and shoot the shit while yeah like, just plowing through a dungeon good call yeah yes so yeah okay all right well how about we roll into that hype train now All right, Carl, what's your hype train? What are you excited for? My hype train, and this is huge, I am freaking stoked, is the Knights of Amalua, the Re-Reckoning. Really, really, really super excited. The Reckoning, Knights of Amalua, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that, I hope that's right, was just one of my favorite sort of adventure fantasy games back on the Xbox 360. Uh, it was really cool and I think quite underrated. There was an issue with it because I think they were trying to design it as an MMO and then they switched it over to become a one-player adventure, mm-hmm. uh, which I just, I was in love with it. it it's, um, what's that writer's name? Uh, R. L. Salvador. I, I brought up a, a article here hoping to find it, but I can't see it. But um, I think that's how we say his name. R. L. Salvador or something like that. But uh, it's... It's his writing and, and the art of the same guy that did the art of uh, Darksiders, I believe. Oh, yes. Um, and uh, Battle Crashers. But just, it was a fantastic game that I thought was gone forever. Just yep. disappeared. And they've announced that they're re-releasing it. And there's even like, there's a collector's edition you can, you can pre-order already. Um, I'm really hyped for that. I didn't even have enough. I just saw that it was coming out and I saw the picture of the... Um, the collector's edition, so it was real. It's called Kingdoms of Amalua Re-Reckoning. And nice. that's my hype train. I, I, let me see. Uh, uh, game... August 18. Oh, cool. Uh, Gaming Australia says has to be PS5 reveal. Well, I think that was a given, and it was kind of ours last week, and I think we're still very hyped for it. We're just going with different ones, though, rather than just going PS5 reveal, because we're, we're super excited for it. But there's other stuff we are excited for as well. Uh, Emerald Ranger says Alex Kid remake. Again, it's a very nice, very hot, worthy game. Like that, yeah, that was yes, a bit yep. of a spin out when I saw that news this morning. Um, but oh uh, yes, on onto my hype train. My, <laughs> I'm keeping with the ARPG theme here. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm okay. I'm hyped for Diablo Four again. I've gone back and watched all the Blizzard press conference from BlizzCon last year again. Watched a heap of gameplay videos from Diablo Four again. I just got myself super excited for it, even though it's so far Damn. away. So far it away. Is, but you can be hyped for Torchlight I, 3 in the middle. Yeah, and, and Path of Exile 2. But Exactly. There's a um, bridge. There's a bridge to take you but there. But there's something about Diablo Four that just beats all those other ones. There's just something about 
the setting and the formula for it and those familiar classes that are you know keep going through and I don't know, there's just something about Diablo that I've just yeah just love oh well they're the granddaddies right they mm-hmm. just they nail it oh and would you look at this the person that had been chirping for months for us to do the River Raid review didn't even see the River Raid for you didn't even oh, see the River Raid review goodness. Boy. I don't even I give up. Wow. I don't even want to do this. Wow, what a note to end the episode on. Oof. Oh my god. Three years in the making. Risked your life for this episode. <laughs> yeah, we had fires going in the building and everything and you missed it. Every there was there was a video clip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had everything. we had we had video playing and everything. Gameplay. Like, the, the old gameplay of River Raid. Would you look at that? What do we do this for? Well, there it is. Know, we've even got a four by three box for it because it's not sixteen by nine. Did you even make a four by three box? <laughs> you know, that's pretty cool. Except for, I don't like that my screen is a little bit lower than your screen. What's the deal with that? Um, I'll like to mess with you. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. But um, thanks for tuning into episode 82. I know it's been a bit of a bumpy ride here, but we, uh, we'll be back in the morning. We are doing um, our live, uh, we're doing reactions after the PS5 event sometime in the morning, remember to check out the Facebook page for when we do go live, because I'll have to cut down trailers and get all that all lined up for our little um, reactions and talk about everything they're going to show that um, during that. So, yeah, we'll be doing that in the morning sometime tomorrow. And, of course, this will be on Podbean this episode, and so will our, our PlayStation reactions as well after all that in the morning. Yes. All right. Uh, anything else to add, or can I roll us out of here? No. Thank you very much, everybody, for hanging out. Thank you to the chat, and thank you to our listeners. You guys keep us going. So yes, thank you very much, chat and the friends. listeners. That was good fun. And it's been Game Train. Oh.